Welcome to the Pete on Software podcast, where we program with passion. This is the podcast that discusses technology, the business side of software, and the tech people that drive our industry. And now, here's your host, Pete Shearer. Hi, and welcome to episode 49 of the Pete on Software podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that I was prompted to think about by an episode of the Developer Tea podcast. And in that episode, the host, Jonathan Cottrell, was talking about the word obviously. And if you use that word, how you're actually demeaning the listener in pretty much any way. On one hand, right off the bat, I have to admit, I say obviously a lot when I'm talking. I don't even mean it in a way where what I'm saying is obvious, or maybe I do in one aspect. It's almost like an um is the way I say it sometimes. You know, I'll be talking and I'll say, you know, we need to do web applications. So obviously we're going to want to pick blah, 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 whatever we say. You know, we're going to want to make sure that we run this securely, or obviously we want to make sure that we're using source control or whatever. I don't, I can't even think of specific examples now. I just, I know in my heart that if I think about it and if I'm honest with myself, I definitely have to admit to having this fault. So why is this a problem? Well, if I say something, so if I say, if we are required to store passwords in our system, obviously we're going to use a, a salt in a secure hash, you know, a secure hashing algorithm, something like that, right? When I say obviously, I'm assuming something about the people listening. It may even seem like maybe I'm not such a bad guy because I'm assuming we're all thinking on the same page. From that perspective, I'm giving the listenership a certain amount of credit, but there's two things there when I say that. The first one is, A, maybe someone didn't understand that. Maybe someone thought it was okay to, they knew what a hash was, but they don't know what a salted hash is. Maybe they don't understand when I say secure secure hashing algorithm, you know, they thought MD5 was fine. They don't understand what is a good hashing algorithm. And when I say obviously, you know, am I saying because they didn't know that? What does that mean about them? Are they dumb? Are they less than me in some way. The other side of that is when I say obviously, I'm saying it like it's a foregone conclusion. I say obviously A. Let's let's give a different example, right? That one's a little hard to argue with, but let's say for instance I say um, we need to start a new project. So obviously we're going to pick ASP.NET MVC, we're going to use .NET Core, and that's what we're going to do, right? Or if I said obviously we're going to use Node.js, or obviously we're going to use this or that. That leaves no room for disagreement. And there are times when, based on my position or the circumstances that I'm there, that could actually be a problem because people may not feel like they can disagree. And when I say obviously, depending on who, the, who is all in the audience, I'm discounting their potential objections. You know, I could say, obviously we're going to use Node. And a valid objection could be, Hey, Pete, I know you are a consultant and we brought you in to give an opinion or to have some level of expertise, but every person in this building in our development team has familiarity with Microsoft technologies. So it's probably not a sound business decision for them to just switch their track entirely. So when I say obviously, I'm I'm making it seem like something that is subjective is actually objective. And like I said, depending on the audience or my position or some other things, they may not feel comfortable speaking up to correct me on that. Why is that perception even matter? You should know by now, I would think, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, that I think that developer soft skills are very important. I feel that being able to program your butt off 
gets you only so far. And there are people who can program anything a million times better than I can, but they don't interact well with people. And that's okay. You know, we need people that can program the crap out of things. But if you want to take something to that next level, right? If you want to take the next step up where you're managing other developers, or maybe you are interacting with the business, you know, once you reach a certain level, maybe the architect level, maybe it's you get up as high, maybe you're the vice president of application development or CTO or CIO level. If your career aspirations aim that high, being someone being someone who cannot get along with people is very, very detrimental, obviously. Oh, see, I said it. There we go. There's a good example of me saying it. I should have just waited, thrown the timer. Here we go. You know, almost six minutes into the podcast before editing, I've said it. Okay, so what I should say is that I don't even know. (laughs) I threw myself there. So what I'm saying is a person who works hard, does does good coding, all that stuff, that's very valuable and it's good. But someone who wants to go far in their career should build up those soft skills. And one of just one of the myriad things that you can have to encounter is the way that you talk to people, the language you choose to use. I have a very, very rough time with this one. I, as we have already shown, say obviously, I do some other things. I try to watch my projection of hubris when I'm in some of these meetings or some of these interactions. You want to make the client or you want to make your coworkers, whomever, feel comfortable with you, that you are not sitting there constantly judging their intelligence, that you are not constantly lording your technological superiority over them. So that being said, if you can get better at speaking to things, maybe before you go and drop a ton of tech speak and acronyms, you describe those things. You assume a base level about the audience and speak plainly. If you know for a fact, if you're talking to two of your best friends, you're very well versed on where they're at technologically and you can just go through. Sure. I'm not saying this isn't situational and and shoot, that is a large portion of what I am saying to you is one big thing about soft skills is being situational. Among your friends, you may speak one way. Among your team, your coworkers, you may speak another way. As you branch out of your department of your coworkers, some coworkers from other businesses, when you're speaking to higher level upper management, you're making a piece of a proposal, you're speaking to investors, you're speaking to customers, whatever it is, you definitely want to temper that language. And I think that's really where this obviously lesson falls in, because you want to make sure that when you're speaking to people, especially when you aren't sure of the audience, that could be That could even be a presentation to technological developers. If you are at a conference, you're at a user group, and you drop some obviouslys. Again, you very well risk insulting someone's intelligence in the audience. If you have, again, largely amazing developers, but they're largely front-end, right? They know a lot about every latest JavaScript framework. They know about HTML. They know CSS3, HTML5. They're really good at that. But if you drop some obviouslys, like they should know some things about some server-side technologies or even some desktop technologies, you might make them feel like, oh, I am less than, or at the very least, maybe they don't feel they're less than the speaker, but they do feel like the speaker believes himself to be better than them, which is not a good way to endear yourself to the crowd. And they're going to have a hard time letting them pay attention to you. Just think about that. This is just a little reminder. This is something that came up to me in the past week as I was speaking to some people, caught myself beginning to do it or to think it and you know stumble over some of those things as I was having some interactions. And that led me to think about recording this podcast. It led me to think about what was said on Developer T, which was something that kind of came at a good time and, and maybe even admonished me a little bit at the time. And now I want to just pass that on to you guys, just some food for thought. It might be something you just literally had no idea you could be saying that to people. So that's all I want to talk about for this time. Kind of in the same vein, my pick of the week this week is going to be 
the Simple Programmer YouTube channel by John Sonmez. You can find that over at youtube.com slash simpleprogrammer, all one word. Now, this YouTube channel is a couple of things. First of all, John posts videos pretty much every day. And in a lot of them, he does kind of a Q&A format where people ask him questions or there'll just be some topics he wants to rant on, book reviews, all that kind of stuff. Well, the thing about John is John wrote the book about soft skills. Literally, he wrote a book called Soft Skills, The Developer's Life Manual, which I've read, I've reviewed, I've, I'm a patron on Patreon of John's work. And I've gotten a signed copy of the book from that just to be completely transparent. Um, but I am a fan. He says some things sometimes that can be a little controversial. And he says some things that might possibly make you mad or challenge maybe some of your assumptions that you've had. But I find that to be a good thing. So I'll watch the YouTube channel sometimes when I'm on YouTube. But the good thing about John and the Simple Programmer YouTube channel is that he takes some of the best videos from the channel and he just rips the audio from it. And those become the Simple Programmer podcast which you can find. So he does, I think, about three episodes of those a week. And so you find some of the best. Typically, they're the Q&A and rant style, although occasionally he will play back some of the interviews. So if you are not already, and a lot of you may very well already be well acquainted with John Sanmez, but if you're not already, definitely check it out. Uh, give the YouTube channel or the podcast a listen, depending on your favorite way to consume media. And uh, if you do, let me know what you think about it. Or if you go over there, and if you make some kind of comment, let them know that I sent you. Uh, that's it for this week. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach me on Twitter at PeteOnSoftware, or you can leave a comment on my blog, PeteOnSoftware.com. That's it for this time. Thanks for listening.